The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, go! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on part of the internet. <laughs> My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on Monday at texasfootball.com. We've got 40 people in the house already. Or on, uh, or on Facebook tomorrow, Tuesday. <laughs> We're, we're, we're breaking the t- space-time continuum here. Facebook's down at the time that we're doing the show, but we're probably going to do a special encore presentation tomorrow on Facebook. So, uh, Or you'll listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast at better of your choice, in which case you don't care about all this. <laughs> Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, making it sound good today, celebrating her 60th birthday. 60 is Megan Mullally, mm. who's married to... Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Yes. Right. And sitting to my right, the okay cool to my hook'em, our West African prince <laughs> is Ishmael Johnson. <laughs> okay, cool. Hook'em. Hey, Ish. <laughs> Very timely reference. <laughs> Today is Just going to let that one hang in the ether. All right, cool. Now we're good. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, November 12, 2018. Ten days until the best day of the year. Episode 660, 660, Omar Vizquel's OPS in his Lester's Texas Rangers career. Hall of Famer. On today's show, guys, uh, it's Bracket Breakdown Day. We're going to break down every Texas high school football bracket uh, from 6A to 6-man, from 6A Division One all the way down to 1A Division Two. Uh, normally, it would be myself and Ish and Max breaking it down. Mm-hmm. But we decided to bring in... The heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. to bring, in, bring in some actual experts. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are joined today because today is – actually, was yesterday Veterans Day? Yes. 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 Officially yesterday. Day, but yes. today is Veterans Day, parentheses, observed, and parentheses. Yes. So we decided to bring in some veterans. We feel like you guys haven't done enough for us. And so as a result, <laughs> we might as well just put you to work. We are joined uh, by Corey Hogue. Hi, Corey. Hello. Paul, what, is your, what, is your, what was your title when you were in the Army? Sergeant. Sergeant Corey Hogue. We're joined by Sergeant Corey Hogue. And we're joined by Brent Homan. And your, uh, your uh, title was? Staff Sergeant. Staff Sergeant Brent Homan. Uh, you guys are longtime viewers, longtime uh, uh, contributors. Um, good and bad. Good and bad. Thank <laughs> you. Good. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm glad that somebody said it. You know. Uh, and, and and this Max, this was your brainchild. I cannot take any credit for that's this. true. This was all Max. Well, brainchild. these guys keep me entertained when I'm putting up with you in yes, the comments. That's true. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It's just, it's always made sense, right? We got a lot of veterans who watch the show. Uh-huh. These guys have been such a big part of it for so long. It always made sense. We talked about this last year. I really wanted to do it last year, and I couldn't quite get the machinations together to make it work. It's overdue, but. Uh, a very big thank you to both of you for your service yes. and and for being tolerant of us idiots every day. Yeah, honestly, both of those take a lot of courage. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, we are going to – you guys are here to help us with the bracket breakdowns today. Uh, and then tomorrow we will have a very special Veterans Roundtable. We're going to talk about you guys' experience in the military, talk about you know how you got involved. 
uh, things that you're passionate about as far as veterans are concerned and stuff like that. So uh, this is a two part. We are extending like yesterday. We're gonna we're gonna make Veterans Day like a long like a long weekend. <laughs> it should be like a week long. It should Every be like yeah. it's Veterans Week here. It's yeah. like your birthday. You celebrate for the yes. week. There, there you go. go. It's Veterans <laughs> Season here on Season Texas Football Today. So. Uh, but today is – we do have some business to take care of because today's bracket breakdown day, guys. The Texas high school football brackets, you guys are both Texas high school football nerds. I mean that lovingly. You know I mean that lovingly here in the, in the <laughs> confines of this place. Uh, and so we're going to start breaking down the brackets. Uh, we're going to go from the biggest to the smallest, 6A Division one all the way down to 1A Division two. I know you guys have done your research. If I can remember it. They said, <laughs> they said tepidly. Um, when I wasn't looking at small colleges last night. Yeah, exactly. Of course, Corey Hogue is our small college correspondent, and he will uh, – uh, I'm sure he'll have a little bit of hot takes sprinkled in about Midwestern State. Can I still be angry? Oh, 100%. Okay. In yeah. fact, I'd be upset if you weren't. <laughs> I'm, I'm angry about two things yesterday. Yes. Which are Midwestern State. And Harden Simmons. And Harden Simmons. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Harden Simmons yeah. got fed to uh, Mary Harden Naylor in the first <laughs> round of the playoffs for no real discernible reason, no reason other than travel. Exactly. Yuck. In any case, bracket breakdowns day, big day. Let's start. 6A Division One. The brackets are up at TexasFootball.com slash playoffs. That's where you can find all of the brackets and all of the, the matchup information. Uh, so we're talking brackets today. 6A Division One. the big boys. So that's the big one. Let's, let's start with the, my big picture. The big picture here I'm calling German engineering. Oh, sure. Here's what I mean by that. Okay. Okay. German engineering. Bit number one. It, no, well, just hear me out. <laughs> On Veterans Day. We're going to talk German. <laughs> This is brilliant. <laughs> if, you buy, if, you buy a, if you buy a German car, that machine is built to run in a very specific, very precise way. Things go one after another after another after another. Mm-hmm. And it, it works beautifully where they're all in sync. Mm-hmm. But if one little thing goes wrong, it all breaks. Everything's terrible all of a sudden. And all of a sudden there's chaos. Such is the way that I see 6A Division One. If you take a look at the bracket at texasfootball.com slash playoffs, you've got, in a lot of ways, a very easy path that you can see on a collision course mm-hmm. of Allen and probably Galena Park North Shore combined, you know, coming out to one another in a state championship game, which would be, I think, a pretty good state championship game, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But what I'm saying is, what if, what if there's just a, like a little wrench thrown in there? <laughs> what if Katie wins the rematch over North Shore? Mm-hmm. What if Allen has an off day and they get stunned by somebody in a, in, a, in Region 2? I think that right now it's built in such a way, the bracket is built in such a way, in which things are, are meshing together very well, but it can only take one or two things to spiral this bracket into chaos. Mm-hmm. So German engineering is my big picture. <laughs> the power region in region in, in 6A Division 1 is Region 3. I don't think there's really any question it's about a that. a house of horrors. Uh, <laughs> yesterday on... Twitter, I said that it was a pack of dogs with bees in their mouth, and when they bark, they shoot bees at you. (laughs) (laughs) It is a a house of horrors there in 6A Division 1, Region 3. You've got Katy. You've got North Shore. You've got Atascacita. You've got Pearland. You've got a ton of really, really, really good teams uh, in that region. Um, uh, Dickinson, who who draws Pearland in the first dang round. Clear Springs. It is a oh, and by the way, the six A Division two champion Cy Fair's there too. Yeah. So is Fort Bend Ridge Point. It is a brutal, brutal region. So power regions region three. My three contenders that I listed out: Allen, 
no real. I don't think I need to explain that. Anybody? Does anybody need an explanation on that? <laughs> Alan does. Alan does. <laughs> uh, Galena Park North Shore. Again, I think they have probably the best resume in mm-hmm. the state. I think that if you look at what they've done on the, uh, on, on the season so far, that would be uh, that would be uh, they, they have to be in that mix. And then I'll go with Converse Judson. I think they're probably the favorite in, four, in, in Region Four. I think that they very quietly put together an undefeated season. I think nobody really paid attention to them because San Antonio's a bit down this year, but they're mm-hmm. certainly a team to keep an eye on. My dark horse. It's South Lake Carroll. Uh, it's hard to believe that you've got a team that has, I believe, six state championships under their belt. Uh, they have a high-profile coach. Uh, they are undefeated, and they are relegated to dark horse status. Yeah. But uh, I do think that they are a dark horse. My pick, Allen over North Shore. I do think that things will stay the, uh, stay the same. I think this is the game we've been kind of uh, careening to. So I want to open it up to, for discussion. 6A Division One. I. I feel like it's kind of a similar thing to last year because uh-huh. last year we kind of saw Allen and Katie. And I was like, is this the year? Uh-huh. Like, is this the year we get Allen and Katie and just replace Katie with North Shore? Mm-hmm. And it's like, is this the year we finally get that awesome DFW-Houston matchup mm-hmm. that we've been craving for? And you're kind of right. Like, it, like Katie could just be like, no, this is the year we play Allen, actually. And yeah. like, they just upset North Shore and throw everybody's kind of fantasy chalk pick mm-hmm. out the window. Um I kind of agree. That, that narrative is pretty interesting, and I, I I didn't think about it until you mentioned that. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like here's here's just like a, a perfect example, okay? Because we're all talking about uh, we're you know we're all talking about how tough Region Three is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if what if Allen runs into Rockwall in the second round of the playoffs, and they just get they get stuck in a shootout? Yeah. I mean, that's what Rockwall would want. They want to suddenly, say, hey, let's score 60. suddenly let's it's see you can 62, score 62 61, <laughs> and you don't know who has 62. Right. I'm saying that, that we're, we're really close to, to, to one of these two things, you know, going kablooey. I, as someone who will be there, I'm all for the Allen versus Houston matchup. Yeah. I want 60,000. Yeah. I want Jerry's World packed. Mm-hmm. I want fun. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. Yeah. That's tough but fair. Nice. Hey, because I don't want to make anybody mad. <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially one of those two fan bases. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's seen Alan Twitter attack us enough that he's like, don't, don't, don't come don't, at me want, on Twitter. I don't want any of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like joining forces to go. It's like those, yeah. you don't want those two teams joining forces to come <laughs> at you. Exactly. All right, what do you think, Brent? Allen's been a powerhouse all year. Yeah. I mean, they haven't been challenged. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the playoffs for them to actually get into a game and have to see what they have. Yeah. Instead of just rolling over. I think, yeah. I think there's a lot of intrigue in that. It's like what happens when they get when pushed. When they get pushed. Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, and there's, there's a reason and they're, why we, they're, Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, there's a reason why we don't talk about them until the playoffs. Because we know they're going to be there. Right. It's like, oh, okay, they bring out so-and-so. Right. And it's like, we'll, we'll wait till November. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll get exactly. to them when they're actually challenged. And if there is a team... That's going to push them. Mm-hmm. They got they got to play all four quarters. Exactly. Like, they just can't play a half because exactly. Allen will play all four quarters. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and how? Yeah, and and, and to Alan, to that point, Allen hasn't played a competitive fourth quarter this year. And what happened? We just don't know what'll happen when that gets there. So uh, they've been brought in Utah and Utah. Yeah, Utah yeah. couldn't get in. <laughs> so <laughs> brought in the whole state of Utah. Like, that is didn't matter. That is six A Division One. Let's move on to 6A Division 2, the other 6A uh, bracket. And uh, maybe not as many high-profile names here, but certainly a lot of intrigue. My big picture in 6A Division 2 is prove it. I think that there are going to be, there's going to be a rush to christen a lot of teams that, haven't, that, that on, on different timelines haven't necessarily proven themselves to be state title-worthy. Longview's at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. Longview, everything sets up for them. 
everything sets up for them. This is the this is the team they've been waiting for. This is the bracket they've been waiting for. This is the draw they've been waiting for. This is the year they've been waiting for. But everyone in Longview, Texas is is scarred by the absolute <laughs> just heartbreak that they have suffered seems like every year for the past 100 years. So, almost. They've got to prove it. I think Austin Westlake's got to prove it. I mean, they made a title game in 2015. They were heavily favored over Galena Park North Shore, and they lost. Todd Dodge has not brought that state championship to Westlake that he was brought in to bring. They've got to prove it. I think there's other teams. Cedar Hill, I think, has to prove it. Yeah. Right? This is a team that missed the playoffs last year. And now they look like they're back, but they've got to prove it. For me, there's a lot of teams in Division One that have a ton of pedigree and that you go, oh, man, that's going to be a tough out. All these other teams in 6A Division Two, I think, need to prove it. The power region in, region, in, in 6A Division Two, in my opinion, is Region 2. Longview, uh, unbeaten Cy Ranch. Uh, Temple is now there as well. Uh, Klein Collins, Pflugerville Hendrickson, Spring Westfield. That is a Vandegrift. 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 That is undefeated Vandegrift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a very, very deep, deep, tough region there in Region 2. My three contenders, Longview, uh, Austin Westlake, and Cedar Hill are the three teams that spring to mind as the teams to beat in 6A Division 2. My dark horse. Let's get weird. Anybody in for Edinburgh Vela? Yeah, <laughs> I am here for Edinburgh Ooh. Vela. They will get... It looks like they will get Austin Westlake in a regional semifinal, which is, uh, you know, or is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They'll get them in a regional semifinal, which is uh, uh, known as Valley Week. Mm -hmm. They'll get their shot. And you know what? That's a good good Vela team with a lot of weapons. Daniel Enriquez, they name to know. Uh, Keep an eye on Edinburgh Vela. Uh, They they could challenge a team like Westlake. Uh, My pick overall, I like Westlake over Longview. Uh, I think Westlake actually is a good matchup for Longview. If they were to get into a title game, I think their defense could maybe limit the weaponry that Longview has. Uh, should be would be a fabulous game. You'd have seven million people from Longview. I was about to say that <laughs> game. That's the one thing. Get Longview that's into the one thing. Game. So They'll that's fill it up. that's my breakdown. I want to open it up to you guys. Yeah, uh, I kind of I have Longview over Westlake. Uh-huh. I have that same matchup flipped. Um, like you mentioned, I think Longview. This is exactly the team Longview's been waiting for. This is the quarterback Longview's been waiting yes. for as well. They have the guy who can win you a game and not make mistakes at all. I believe he threw his first pick of the year mm-hmm. this past weekend. Yeah, um, Haynes King is absolutely absolutely that dude. And when you look at state title, what makes teams state caliber, obviously it's incredible defense, which Longview's had, and it's that guy who can win you games, who can do things by himself, take you to that next level, and that's Haynes King. Yeah. Um, I got a long view in this one, uh, taking it from Division Two. I like it. Uh, guys? I like Vandergriff. Ooh, Ooh. I like that, too. I've seen them, I've seen them against Cedar de- Their defense is legit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they all around, yeah. their defense can bring it every game. Coach Drew Sanders is a really, really good coach as well. Um, hey Max, I'm seeing Facebook up. Right <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we're I, on Facebook. I was just, I was just oh, about to ask that. Just now, because I got an alert. Let's finish this up, and then, go, go, and then I'll, I'll reintroduce everything. <laughs> well, you said everything's set up for Longview. Yeah. This is what they've been waiting yep. for, and that's when it becomes dangerous. Yeah, for sure. Because we're overlooking, I think, even Cy Ranch and Temple. Mm-hmm. Either sure. one of those two. Oh, could take down Longview. For sure. And so when everything is set up for you, that's usually when something bad happens. I hate to say that for Longview because I'd love to see 7 million people at Jerry's World. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think Cy, I, I think Cy Ranch. And if Cy Ranch gets to a title game, 
They already have a win over Westlake this year. Yep. That could be another interesting rematch. You're 100% right. And remember, uh, this is, I mean, when you talk about pedigree, here's a team that played for a title in 2014. Yep. You know, they've been to a title game, they've got history. And now, by the way, kind of the, 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 the cork has been popped on Cy Fair ISD mm-hmm. winning a title. Yeah, there's no reason to doubt Cy Ranch. I think you're exactly right. Your Vandergriff point's really interesting too. That um, I think they came out of a tough district. Yep, they came out unscathed in that defense. And Drew Sanders and they they were pushed. They were pushed in games throughout the season. Yeah, I mean some they dominated, but Mm -hmm. the close ones they pulled through. I mean they they found a way to win in the last minute. Yes, Mm -hmm. yeah, they've been punching. And I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what game they came back. To win in the last minute, last last possession. Right, right, right. I can't remember. But either. you're right. But, but you're yeah, right. They, they've taken a punch. Yeah. Right. And, and sometimes you need to take a punch before the playoffs. And they have a field goal kicker. Yeah. And they have a kicker. <laughs> they have a kicker that, that has made critical field goals. Absolutely. Which right. matters in the playoffs. And that defense is, or as Tepper likes to always say, he, they muck it up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And when you get a team that mucks it up, yeah. it's going to be close. And when you get in a close game, and their offense does just enough. Yeah. Exactly right. Another team to watch out for that we I think we all picked them in the regional final, but Arlington. Yep, that is. I mean, they're unbeaten, so it's hard to say they're under the radar. But man, Jahari Rogers, Rogers is a game breaker. That dude is. That dude is legit. I like I, Cedar Hill and Arlington could be a regional final to see. Let me hit a reset. We are Texas football today. We're here every weekday <laughs> at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. So here we are. We're now on Facebook. Hi guys. Facebook was down when we started the show, but this is our Veterans Day Bracket Breakdown special. Every single year we do our Bracket Breakdown episode where we are going through, breaking down, analyzing each of the Texas high school football brackets, which you can find at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Uh, The normal crew is here. Myself, Max, and Ish are here, but we have two very special guests here on this, the observation of Veterans Day, I suppose. Uh, We are joined by uh, Sergeant... Uh, Sergeant Corey Hogue, who is our small school, uh, uh, co- smart, small college expert over here. If you want to say hi to everybody. Hello, now. and I, I just, I'm very upset because I was lied to. Ish and Max do not like to give hugs. <laughs> just going to throw that I'm out sorry, there. I'm sorry. I got a hug. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> now, now I'm really sad. That is, that is Staff Sergeant Brent Hoven. Uh, these are two guys who have been uh, longtime friends of the program. That here on Veterans Day, we decided to bring them in and, uh, and, and work them to the bone. And so uh, that's what we've done. We feel like they haven't done enough for this country. So This uh, is work? <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not... Believe it or not, the clock's running. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. It's amazing. So we've already done the 6A, uh, we did 6A Division One and 6A Division Two. We're now going to move into 5A Division I. 5A Division One, uh, first year under the new 5A Division split. Should be a lot of fun. Interesting to see. My big picture in 5A Division One is Demolition Derby. Yeah. Every single week there's going to be a car crash in this <laughs> It is crazy what we're going to see. Like, first round. First round, we have College Station and Mesquite Pucking. That's a massive, massive game. And by the way, the winner of that, probably going to get Highland Park. Okay? The, what's, what's so interesting about this bracket is that there's a lot of really good teams that I think are pretty evenly matched. And they're all almost, se- almost seemingly by design sure. spread out around the, the bracket as far as like – Every single week, you're going to have like two or three like huge, major, major matchups. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is going to be just bang, 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 bang every single week. Huge games everywhere. We don't have to wait like maybe we have to in 6A Division One. Mm-hmm. We don't have to wait until the third round. First round, second round, third round, fourth round. Every single week, it's going to be bangers. So Demolition Derby is my big picture. 
The power region here, it's tough to pick, but I think I'll go with region two. Uh, Lufkin, Highland Park, College Station, and you've got both 5-8 state champions in this region. Uh, Lancaster, I think, is dangerous. John Tyler is playing really good ball right now. Frisco Lone Star, I think people forget about. I think people forget about uh, the Colony, Mesquite Petite. That is a dangerous, dangerous region in Region 2 of 5A Division 1. My three contenders, you got to start with, I think, the defending champs. That's Highland Park. Uh, I think I think they have earned back to back defending champs. I think they've earned that right to start as a contender. Lufkin, their their region bunkmate, mm-hmm. uh, is certainly in that mix as well. They were the number one team in five A Division one in Dave Campbell's Texas football in the preseason, uh, and their one loss on the year is at Longview, who's an undefeated six A team. <laughs> That's a horrible loss. In a one, in a, oh, oh, by the way, last second loss basically. Was, yeah, and. Alvin Shadow Creek, baby. Yeah. Alvin Shadow Creek, the new kids on the block. They are for real. Uh, I think that they are they are very very dangerous coming out of Region Three. So those are my three those are my three contenders. My dark horse, all of Region Four. <laughs> um, everyone's going to pay attention to what's going on, especially in Region Two and Region Three. Uh, a little bit in Region One, uh, but Region Four, we knew it when the when realignment came out. You start looking at it, you go, who's coming? Who's going to come out of there? Mm-hmm. I think San Antonio Wagner. I think Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. I think Mission Veterans Memorial. Andrew I think, Gilpin. I think there's a lot of dangerous teams there that could be those dark horses that come out of there. My pick in 5A Division One. I, I like Highland Park over Hutto. Uh, I think Hutto's getting I, – I really like what Hutto's got cooking right now. That offense is really rolling. Um, and, but I do think that Highland Park deserve. I think that in a year where there seem like there's so many contenders mm-hmm. – it is only fair in my mind that the back-to-back state champs start the year as the pick or start the playoffs as the pick. That's why I went with Highland Park. I do think it's a razor's edge type difference between them and about the sixth best team in this bracket. Mm-hmm. We didn't even mention Denton Ryan. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think that right now I go with Highland Park over Hutto as my pick. But give me like five minutes and I may change my, my pick. What do you guys think? Glad you talked about Wagner a little bit. 6A drop down. They uh-huh. were stuck in that San Antonio death district for pretty much all of its tenure in 6A. Only lost this year. One touchdown loss at Judson. Yeah, like that's an undefeated. <laughs> that's a eight. pretty good. That's yeah. a pretty Another good bad loss. Right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> inexcusable. You gotta, right? you gotta have questions about that. But yeah. they've handled business in their district, absolutely pummeling everyone. They're finally like, okay, cool. This is time to flex our muscles. But yeah. it's Hutto for me. This is Hutto's year. This is absolutely the hippo. Strap a rocket to them. They got. I've strapped the rocket to them. Shoot them to the moon. They're my state pick over Lufkin. Uh, they have the quarterback Chase Griffin. I saw this offense dismantle Cedar Park. Uh, DJ Baptist at wide receiver, a defense that can get enough stops. Yeah. All they need are one or two because that offense isn't being stopped. Yeah. Now, they could absolutely get challenged from, by Alvin Shadow Creek. That's probably the game that uh-huh. I'm really worried about on their schedule. But Huddle's offense can compete with anyone. If we get a Huddle Highland Park state title, you know, we got to test that scoreboard because that might be going to yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun. What do you think? I like Lufkin. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to like Lufkin there. and Huddle. A lot, a lot to like there. That's the thing is that. There are about nine teams in this bracket that you could say, I'm picking them, and I wouldn't be like, I'm going to need you to explain that. You know? <laughs> uh, but you're right. Their Luffy, team speed is It is. It's all unreal. the charts. Yeah, the Kwan Thomas. They've got Kwan Thomas back. By the way, they lost that game in Longview without Kwan Thomas, right. their, like, their quarterback, and their starting nose guard, Carl Williams. Mm-hmm. So you, I think you're totally within your right to pick Lufkin. I, I think, think Poteet. Yeah. Poteet's going to make some noise. Well, and I'll tell you, they've got that opener against College Station. If they win that, they could – if you're Mesquite through you get a chance to knock off. Think of it this way. A chance that back-to-back weeks to knock off the defending 5A champs. Yep. 
Bang, gotta, bang. Got to go through Highland Park. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, but I think you're right. Poteet's really, really dangerous. Surprisingly, I have a few thoughts on this one. Really? Mm-hmm. I really do. First off, Hutto Hippos. That's one of those teams. There's two teams that my wife and I follow strictly because of their team names. <laughs> and Hutto Hippos <laughs> is Great one. Sto- the other one will be coming too. up, and I'm definitely going to put them, put them as one of my favorites later on down the bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, Region 2, Lufkin Highland Park could be a state final preview. The winner yeah. of that could be the state the state, state champion. champion. Yeah, the, also, though, but if you get Highland Park and Hutto, the quarterback matchup, storylines everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, for that for the state championship week. Well, and that's why I do think you know you you hit a, you hit uh, the nail on the head as, as far as something. Um, that is when you look at I, I'm always about the path right. Highland Park's path is super treacherous. Everyone, if they're going to repeat, they're going to earn it. You can make an argument that last year. Uh, you know, the region wasn't all that great, and then they beat Denton Ryan in a semifinal. No excuse. You can't say that about them this year. Whoever comes out of Region 2 will have absolutely earned it. Denton Ryan's dangerous, too. Denton Ryan coming out. And the other thing, to that point, the, bra- like the bracket <clears throat> breaks really well for them. Yeah. Is that I think Region 1's kind of theirs to lose. Right. You know? It's theirs to lose. And if they come out of there, like, you're in a semifinal. If they see Highland Park, you wonder what... It's going to go on mentally because yeah. the last two years they've been knocked out by them. This division could come down to who's got depth left in the For last sure. couple of weeks. Yeah. Who gets through with the injuries? Who's able to pull out early? Like you're saying, Denton Ryan, the bracket sets up well. If they're able to pull out at halftime and keep some guys fresh, that could completely change the way the bracket yeah. breaks at the end. Yeah, and, and what's, what's interesting, another thing about this, this, this bracket that I really like, I'm a big believer that styles make fights. Yep. You know what I mean? And you've got a lot of different styles. You've got Hutto, this wide-open team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like like Highland Park is just like super precise. You've got Denton Ryan, who basically wins with their front seven. Yep. Uh, you've got teams that run the ball really well. It's a lot of, like, diversity that, like, there may be teams that on paper are favorites over others. But when you get into the actual styles, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. So that's 5A Division One. Let's move down to 5A Division Two. My headline here, my big picture... Blue blood versus new blood. Uh, there's going to be a lot of reason, and, and rightly so, uh, to start talking about uh, a lot of the same old teams, specifically Alito here, right? Alito rolling, 10-0, things look great. It's all sunshine and daffodils, right? Same thing, I think, uh, for Cal Allen in Region 4. Region 4 breaks pretty well for Cal Allen. Uh, of course, the winningest coach in Texas high school football history. They feel like they're peaking at the right time. They got a, they got pushed against Port Lavaca Calhoun last week and came away with a win, which impressed me. But there's plenty of other teams that I think represent... That's like the old guard, right? The new blood is right here, and it's ready. Okay? It's ready to roll. Apparently. I think... Fort Bend Marshall, certainly in that mix. Fort Bend Marshall has been maybe the most impressive team in the Houston area this year. Mm-hmm. And, they've, and by the way, they've just added an outstanding quarterback. Um, I think I think Manville is going to be in the mix again. Uh, you, you wonder where their head's at after last year, but um, they're going to be in the mix. <sighs> I really like Frisco Reedy. Really? We saw them really I saw them. In, we saw them in person, and this is a Frisco Reedy team that has the quarterback in Josh Foskey. They've got the playmakers, and more importantly, they're physical, which is not something that Frisco teams are known for doing. Um, Huntsville, Step loves Huntsville. He saw them in person. He came away raving about them. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams that I think represent the new blood that are going to go at those kind of teams that are, that are always at the top. 
My power region here is region two. Once again, uh, Alito, South Oak Cliff, Reedy. Uh, don't for, don't sleep on a team like Burleson Centennial, who I think is dangerous. That's a good Titans team there at Burleson Centennial. Three contenders. Alito, duh. Uh, <laughs> Fort Bend Marshall, as I mentioned, and Manville. Those are my three contenders there. My dark horse. May I tell you the good word, the good news of Dion Hankins, Katib Lyles, and El Paso Parkland. Come on, El Paso Parkland. Parkland. El Paso Parkland is legit, guys. Get to the semis. Get to this the semis. This team is absolutely there. And by the way, take a look at Region 1 and tell me who you're absolutely sure is going to beat Parkland. No one. No they one. can do it. They can do it. Guys, El Paso Parkland's legit. This team is for real. Watch out for the Matadors. My pick, I like Fort Bend Marshall over... Frisco Reedy. I think that I think a mm. huge under the radar game, mm-hmm. second round. It's probably south or uh, let me pull up the bracket. I think it's third round. Uh, in the third round of five A Division two, is that where it would be? Uh, you're looking at listen to live coverage. Yeah, uh, yeah, third round would be Alito and South Oak Cliff. I think South Oak Cliff's a matchup problem for Alito. I think South Oak Cliff's got dudes. And I think that they have. I think they. I think. I don't know if Alito's played a team that's faster than them this mm-hmm. year. South Oak Cliff is faster than them, and they've got a dynamic defensive player in Darian Clark who can ruin a game plan. That's a huge, huge game. And if that works up, I think it opens up a possibility for Reedy to sneak through and get to a get to a state championship game. But in the end, I love what I've seen from Fort Penn Marshall. I can hear the people in Alito scoffing at I, you right now. I, <laughs> I love what I've seen from Fort Penn Marshall this year. Um, I think that this team is. I think this team was a state championship contender uh, before they added the quarterback, whose name is presently escaping me. Malik Hornsby. Malik Hornsby. Thank you, you Malik go. Hornsby. Uh, I think this team is legit. I think this is their time. If they can put six games in a row together, I think they're state champions. Let's and that's open. at Tepper, by the way. That's at T E P P E R. Don't worry, the Alito folks know where to find it. <laughs> All, right. All right, Corey. I'm sure you have some thoughts. I do. Uh, first off, love it, Cooper. Yep. Yeah. I, I know Parkland looks really good, but. When you look at what Cooper did also, those two teams are on a collision course in Region 1. That, that could be a really fun game. Fort Bend, Marshall, Marshall and Manville rematch, uh-huh. all day for that one. Yeah. I'd love to see that one. Uh, and Alito and Fort Bend, Marshall or Manville, yeah. that would be a fun state championship. Yep. I'm all for the last two days of the state championship games being filled with great teams. This could be yeah. another great matchup. I think you're. I think you're right. I think you're right. What That's you think? I'm, I'm going to be there. That's why I want to see. <laughs> what you think? Selfish. <laughs> um, I got Fort Ben Marshall over Alito. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing what he's doing. I'm picking Alito to make the state title game. So I just want to make you're sure. Picking all them to lose. I'm picking them in it. <laughs> so Man, chill. I'm not. Do, I'm not doing what this guy's doing. I'm not. At Ishmael R. Johnson on Twitter. Crazy. Anyway, but no, Fort Ben Marshall. I think they looked at uh, the way the division split, and they looked around. They're like. College Station is not near here anymore. We're got a green light because the yeah. past two years before it been Marshall, College Station has been that mm-hmm. thorn in their side in the playoffs. Now, I don't want to say it's clear because they're on a collision course with Manville, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's going to be a really fun matchup. But I think that they're looking at it as like, guys, this is this is a really is great moment. opportunity for yeah. them to get that state title. You got some thoughts? Uh, Manville and Alito, Alito like winning it. All right, so you think the, uh, Man- you know Manville? They've been, been there. Numerous times they know what it takes. That coaching staff's going to have them ready. They're not going to overlook anybody. Because remember, yeah. they bring back they bring back enough from last year's squad where it's like they're yeah. motivated. Guys who've like, been there. They, yeah. I mean, the tradition is there. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Exactly right. I think. You're, I think. Yeah. I think it's just mean. The of talent's you. there too. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think it's just mean of you to pick Manville to lose again. 
Haven't they been through enough? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's a, it's a tough crowd. These Max, these are veterans. <laughs> these are veterans on Veterans Day. Uh, I know. Uh, all right. Day after Veterans Day. It's a bracket breakdown here yeah. on Texas football today. We're rolling through it. Uh, myself, Ishmael Johnson, uh, Sergeant uh, uh, Sergeant Corey Hogue, and Staff Sergeant uh, Brent Homan joining us here uh, to do our bracket breakdowns here on Veterans Day. Let's get in to 4A Division One. 4A yeah, Division baby. One. Uh, I, I wonder if these guys have given this any thought. We'll, we'll figure this out. 4A Division One. Let's get to the bracket breakdown. Breakdown. Um, my big picture is clear and present danger. I think that every single region has a contender, Ooh, at least boy. one. There's a couple in in, in certain regions, uh, but at least one contender in each region. And there is going to be a someone's going to have to knock someone's going to have to knock out each of these bona fide state title contenders, and they're going to be a lot of collision courses. Every single one of these teams has to walk a tough path. That's what's interesting to me. I really like. I really like what what four division was. This might be Max. I know you've been really. You've been. This is your favorite. Re, uh, oh, is this your favorite division. I I cape for four A division one all day. It's it's the best in football. It's really sure. it's really really fun. My power region. I think undisputedly is region. Four, is is region two. Region two. Region two. <laughs> yeah. uh, Argyle, La Vega, Stephenville, Cannondale. Uh, oh. Don't sleep on Melissa. Hold don't on s- to your butt. Right don't there. sleep on Paris. Don't sleep on <laughs> Brownwood. Uh, this is a deep dangerous region that is going to be a meat grinder there. That's the power region in region two, or in four division one. My three contenders, Carthage, uh, you're the champs. They deserve, They des- uh, once again, they deserve to be in that conversation as, as contenders. Argyle looked every bit the part of a contender. 100%, they, they look fantastic, and their resume is really, really sparkling. And Liberty Hill, mm. we'll, get to, we'll get to them in a moment. My dark horse is Sealy. Uh, hey, remember when, uh, remember when uh, Sweetwater made a run to a state championship a couple of years ago. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. They lost to uh, West Orange Star. Yeah. Do you happen to remember who the coach of that Sweetwater team was? Shane Mobley, baby. It was Shane Mobley. That's a friend of the show, mm-hmm. Texas Football Today's own uh, Shane Mobley. Um, what's he doing these days? <laughs> oh, no, no. He's coaching undefeated Sealy. They're in Region 4. Uh, keep an eye on them. I think they may be actually the biggest challenger uh, to my eventual state championship pick, which is... Liberty Hill over mm. Argyle. Wow. Riding that buzzsaw. My guys, the slot T is humming. Liberty Hill is rolling right now. I think their defense is starting to make strides as well. This offense is so, so, so dangerous. And by the way, they do have a loss this year. Mm. That loss, in overtime, on the road, by one point to unbeaten Hutto. 5A Hutto. The team you think is going to win the five A Division One title? Right, that's their only loss. That's a one loss in the year. No, they they have their their non their non district is five A teams. It's another bad loss. <laughs> their non district is five A teams, <laughs> and they only lost loss. to one. I think <laughs> I, I like Carthage coming out of Region Three. I think a Carthage Liberty Hill regional or state semifinal is oh boy amazing. Uh, I like Liberty Hill over Argyle. I think Argyle gets it done. I think that they've already beaten. A lot. They've already beaten arguably all the teams they'd have to face to get to a state championship game. Now you got to do it again. Yep. You got to run it back. And I, and I know that a lot of people like Waco La Vega to yeah. win a to win a rematch over them. Mm-hmm. But for now, I'm rolling with Liberty Hill over Argyle. Thoughts, boys? I have La Vega over Liberty Hill and then state title game. I do think La Vega wins that rematch. I saw that first game in the rain. La Vega controlled 
you know, it, it came down to, I think Argyle had a chance at the end to win it, but it really was, it seemed pretty controlled by La Vega and their physicality and their running game. That's just going to be something they're going to lean on. I think in the playoffs, that's something that is going to win you a game any day, any given day, mm-hmm. um, is that reliable running game. And I don't think Argyle can stop it, uh, if it if they come up to it again. Yeah. So I got, I got La Vega over Liberty Hill. That's going to be... There's going to be some uh, black and blue <laughs> faces. Yeah, that's going to be, that's gonna be, gonna be, that's gonna be ice baths. Absolute battle. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I like Wiggle of Vega to win. All right. I got Argyle over Liberty Hill. Okay. I like it. I like it. So we got the same title game just flipping the result. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Argyle's been great. And Hershey. Watch Her- out for yeah. Hershey. Yeah, we didn't man. talk about any at all about uh, at all about Region 1, but you guys were at the Hershey and Springtown game. Okay. I think we could be careening towards a rematch for that for, for a regional title, yeah. too. Hershey's, Absolutely. Hershey's great. Hershey's yep. really, really good. First off, I'm here to suck up. I love Carthage. <laughs> <laughs> really do. Look at this. And I, I want to go home today, so I like Hershey. <laughs> I'm all about Hershey. I yeah. do. I, I, Argyle, Waco, Levate, whoever comes out of Region 2, probably the favorite, though. Yeah, probably whoever too. comes out of it, whether it be Paris, Kennedale, Argyle, Levega, they're probably the favorite to win the state title this year. I think you're probably right. Kennedale's uh, healthy. Kennedale's yeah. healthy. I saw yes. Kennedale a couple weeks ago, and they're humming. Yeah. They, they look and, good and, over Ben Brook. Ben Brook. Yeah, they, they, they went up against Ben Brook with Quentin Jackson, who's the state's leading – the Showed nation's down. leading rusher, I think. At one point he was. Uh, and they held him like 50 yards. Yep. I mean, that defense is flying around, and that kind of offense they have, that kind of like veer offense, it's yeah. tough. That's grind a good Ben Brook team, grind too. it out. They get the lead, they'll grind it out. You're exactly right. But they – I mean, think about it. That's a team, again, <laughs> in that region, too, that you've got – you know. A team certainly to keep an eye on uh, there in Region One or Region Two, rather a four A Division One. That is four A Division One. Let's roll on now. Four A Division Two bracket breakdowns here on Texas Football Today, our Veterans Day special. Uh, let's get into it. The big picture is shrug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't Throwing know if, something at the wall. I didn't know. If, I didn't know if Max could put an emoji in the graphic of just like the what? Yeah, but. It seems like we've known this for a while. Basically, once West Orange started, it became clear that they, the dominant force in 4A Division Two, even though they lost in the title game last mm-hmm. year, the dominant force in 4A Division Two. ever since they lost and, and kind of fell back to the pack, it seemed like it was we were waiting for somebody to step up and grab that mantle and do it. And there have been times when teams looked like they were going to go and do it. There was a time when we thought Sweeney was going to go up and grab it, right? There was a time, uh, you know, when we thought uh, Lubbock Estacado was going to go out there and grab it, be that team. Uh, we thought maybe there was a chance that Lorena was going to go out there and be that team. And it just hasn't really happened for anybody. So, for I think, in a year where most of the brackets, I think, are more wide open than they normally are, mm-hmm. a lot of them are. Sure. Uh, there's no. There, there's really, in my view, only two teams that I would consider prohibitive favorites to win titles. Here is one that is the most wide open, the mostest widest openness. <laughs> here, it is anybody's anybody's ball game in four division two. Uh, my my power region once again. I feel like I'm saying this a lot. Is region two. Uh, you got the defending champs in Pleasant Grove. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got you've got this interesting mix of East Texas and Central Texas. Pleasant Grove, Fairfield, Pittsburgh, Sunnyvale, Lorena, Waco Connolly, the state's most baffling team. Yeah. I mean, if they put it together, I they could literally beat the Dallas Cowboys. I think like, they, they have at times looked amazing, at times looked like uh, what's going on. In any case, uh, the power region is region two. My three contenders: Quero. In the absence of a bona fide, just gotta win it uh, team, the Quero has looked maybe the most solid, the most. 
they're in the mix. Pleasant Grove, the defending champs, deserve a spot at the table. They are certainly dangerous. And Jasper, look, undefeated teams are very hard to come by mm-hmm. in this in this in this bracket. But Jasper is undefeated. Jasper's run a tough path too. They're tested, and that is a that is a team that plays with an edge. So keep an eye on Jasper. Uh, my dark horse here. Let's go down to Raymondville. If anybody's going to challenge uh, Quero, I think it might be the Bearcats. This is a good Bearcats team. Defense is really starting to play well. I like what Raymondville's got cooking down there. Uh, my, uh, my, my state title pick, I like Quero over Pleasant Grove. Going to Gobblers, baby. Uh, get that green going. Um, I, I think the Quero is starting. They're getting healthier. That's mm-hmm. the number one thing they needed to do was get healthy. They're getting healthier. I think they're the. This is the team they've been waiting for this scene for this class. It's now seniors. Jordan Whittington, Kieran Grant. They've been waiting for this. I think they're. I think they're ready for it. I like Quero over Pleasant Grove in a title game. We now go to our Graham correspondent, <laughs> <laughs> Staff Sergeant Staff Sergeant Brett Homan. Tell me why Graham's going to win the state title. <laughs> why are they going to win the state title? Let's see. They started off 0-3. Mm-hmm. Who would they lose to? Ronwood? Uh-huh. Pretty good. Hershey? Mm-hmm. Really good. Bad loss to Mary Wells. Yeah. Mary Wells won. But every terrible. one of those games, yeah. they were leading at some point. They did not finish the game. Mm-hmm. Okay? Everybody was down. Since then, seven-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. And they've been... They're playing their best ball right now, and they're healthy. Yeah. And they've grown. They have 12 sophomores starting okay. offense and defense. Okay. And, you know, they got a dominant run game. Uh-huh. Hunter Lanham's, you know, he's throwing the ball around, dropping dimes. What's the name of that running back? Chase Gilmore. Thank you. Chase Gilmore. Yeah. Um, he's a beast. Now, now, so for those who don't know, uh, Brett basically – <clears throat> got into our got into our, our mentions as Graham Superfan. <laughs> yeah. Brent Homan. Um, <laughs> and if you look at his shirt, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, I know, I know, here's the thing. I know Max is a believer. Max, you've got them in, a, in a winning the region. Well, look, Region 1 is extremely confusing, right? We, yeah. We've talked about this over and it's over. Wide open. And, and we haven't even mentioned Glen Rose, who the computer says is the number one team in the state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? The computer loves um, Glen Rose. And I just think if, you, if you're looking at wide-open years, you look at battle-tested teams, coaches who are used to being in this situation, Coach Davidson certainly is that. I think you're also looking for teams who maybe haven't impressed you all year but seem to be getting stronger as the year goes on. Mm-hmm. I think we've watched some of these teams that we've talked about fall by the wayside a little yeah. bit. Graham isn't one of those teams. They seem to be getting that momentum right when they need to. So it's, it's look, I'm not saying it's not a little bit of a gamble. I'm not saying I'm not – just picking it so Brent doesn't kick my butt later, <laughs> but uh, you know I think there's a good, I think there's a really strong chance that that's the team that emerges from this fracas. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's a fair ch- chance of it. Thoughts, boys? You mentioned Quero being kind of that solid overall team in the playoffs. I think that's uh, my state champion, by the way, Quero over Glen Rose, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, Ooh. Honestly, with Glen Rose, I deferred to the computer. I was like, this this was <laughs> this is a really up in the air year, and I was like, ah, there's got to be a reason they're up here, right? Like it was it was a uh, uh, but in the end, I picked the team that you can. I feel like you can rely on the most yep. based off what they've done. Um, you can also put Pleasant Grove in that scenario too. They've also filled that resume of team that's been just reliable. Um, and the interesting point about um, I forgot the point. Oh, the interesting point about Graham is you only have to when you look at their region in Region One, you only have to they have to pull what maybe one upset. Yeah, and they're in a regional final. Like that's one. It's like but, just one game that they need to 
Here's, play out here's their Graham's mind, path. Which they absolutely can't Graham's pass, path is godly. They're going to be favored in that one. Yeah, Escado. The winner of Lubbock Escado, Fort Stockton. Fort Stockton. Yeah. Don't sleep on Fort Stockton. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because they have Paisano Pete. Um, <laughs> the giant roadrunner statue. But Graham, the winner of Lubbock, Lubbock let's say Escado for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. then they're probably playing Glen Rose. Yeah. And, and that's that's when you're you're getting pushed. Yeah. Uh, and then at that point, I mean, it's the top. The, here's the, the, pro- the, pro- the, pro- the problem. The problem for Graham. The problem for Graham is that, to borrow a phrase that Matt Stepp likes to use, they're in the dirty side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. They're in the part where they're going to have to fight out of it. Right. The yeah. top half of that uh, of that region, uh, you know, Midland Greenwood looks good. Level Eight impressed the heck out of me. Uh, I've got them. Wi- I've got them beating um, beating Estacado. Yeah. I think in a uh, in a in a semifinal yeah. uh, or in a regional final. But this is. I think you're right. A region ones. You actually had Graham. What, why do do I? I've Graham. Yeah, Graham yeah. In the final. See, Love I mean, and their defense is coming alive. Yep. And five turnovers last game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You want my thoughts on this one? Yeah, tell me Graham's going to really lose. Do you really want my tell, thoughts tell on this? Tell me Graham's going to lose to Godley. Let's go. Right, going to fight going One of the Texas football today, fight Mike drop. <laughs> All right, first off, Pleasant Grove. You look at their losses, seven points to Carthage, seven points to Gladewater. For sure. They're pretty good. They're real good. good. You look at Quero. They've got a ten-point loss to Yoakum. Really good they, Yoakum team. They killed people. Yes. They killed people. But you want to know Region 1? Yeah. How many sophomores does Graham have? Twelve. So they got next year and the year after. Uh-huh. They're going to be really solid. Uh-huh. Look at Glen Rose this season. They yeah. are absolutely – the reason the computer likes them – They're dominating. Yes, and I know that they have been a traditional playoff choker <laughs> in the last, like, two or three years. I mean, to, that's, that's Corey Hoke right there. That is. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> at Depper. That is at Depper on uh, Twitter right there. <laughs> they, they re- and, you know, but this this year – they seem to be. They seem to be maybe something a little bit different about this team. This might yeah. be the, their year. Well, and that's that's one of the things is that like, look, you are only in the same way we're talking about Longview, right? Longview does not have the best history of performing when the lights get brightest. Neither does Glenrose. Right. Glenrose lost to Vernon in the first round <laughs> last year. Yeah, and game, then Vernon almost beat Sweetwater in a game. Yeah. In a game they had. In a game they had really and truly no business losing. So if you want, if you are saying, hey, I can't trust that team, I think that's fair. But I do think that right now, the most in a, in a in a sea of uncertainty, the most reliable team overall has been Quero. That's why they're my pick. Two things here before we before we go. Yeah. Number one, we ha- really haven't talked about West Orange Stark other than mentioning them off the top. They would could you, very would well anyone just be surprised be if they end up in the Certainly title not. game? Right. No, no. Right. No. Number one, West number two. I, the one thing that we diverted from from our staff picks here that we haven't talked about is Midland Greenwood. I think we a lot yeah. of us have Midland Greenwood in yeah. the regional final. In a lot region of them one, do. Right. Well, and again, yeah. it's because uh, they're on they're on the clean side of the bracket. They're on the, right. They're the clean their side path of the is easier. Yeah. Their yeah. path is easier. Uh, they're on the clean side of the region, and so as a result, keep an eye on Midland Greenwood. I think the Rangers are for real. So that is four. That's four eight division two. Go Steers. <laughs> We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com, slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com, slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. This is our Bracket Breakdown special and our Veterans Day special. We're here uh, with Staff Sergeant Brent Homan and Sergeant Corey Hogue. We are uh, celebrating Veterans Day the only way that we know how, which is talking about high school football. <laughs> so, we're breaking down every bracket. We've gone through 6A, 5A, 4A. We're now down to 3A. Let's get to end to 3A Division 1. 3A Division 1, my uh, big picture here is you look familiar. <laughs> what do I mean by that? I think there's a lot of teams that are all pretty well clumped together. 
I think there's a lot of teams that look very similar to one another. And I think you're going to see teams that, uh, in a lot of ways, Realignment did a good job of spreading out the, uh, the teams into different districts that they haven't seen each other yet. But when they meet on the field, I think they're going to look at them and say, boy, you play a lot like we do. Boy, you've got a lot of the same kind of kids that we do. You're you're a team that you know. Boy, you're 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 interesting. You're, you you look like a team that, that. And we also could see down the road there are one or two districts in which we could that that and we'll talk about one in particular um, that I think you could see a couple of district rematches in that one. So uh, one thing, let, let's move on to the power region. Power region for me is region four. And <laughs> I mean, um, power is in region four. And let me just move on to my next point, which is the three contenders. The three contenders are Franklin, Franklin, who has been dominant defensively. That's a really good vintage Franklin team. Keep an eye on them. Jefferson built totally dissimilarly from Franklin. They are wide open, spread it out, speed all over the field. I saw them in their opener against Pittsburgh, and they impressed the heck out of me. And then the region, the reason region four is my power region. How about District fourteen? Okay. <laughs> Yokum, Edna, Yokum, Edna, and Goliath just spent the last three weeks beating each other up. Those are, in my opinion, by far the three best teams in Region Four. Uh, those are the teams to beat. As a result, they are those are the contenders. Whoever is the best, whoever ends up being the best team, and by the way, Edna, by virtue of winning the tiebreaker and being the number one seed, would only have to face one of them instead of two. Mm-hmm. May be the advantage there. Um, my dark horse is Woodville. Uh, I think people are not necessarily paying attention to what Woodville's doing. They are undefeated. Uh, they are going to k- kind of get swallowed by the Franklin, Grandview, Cameron Yo's of the world in Region 3. Uh, but I think Woodville is very, very dangerous. My pick? Buying it on Jefferson. Okay. Jefferson and Yoakum. Two teams built very, very dissimilarly, but I love the weaponry for Jefferson. I love TQ Jackson. I love this little running back, D Black, who is a star. Uh, I really like this team. Antoine Jimerson has this team rolling right now. I do think you'd have a great coaching matchup. Antoine Jimerson against Bo Robinson would be a ton of fun. Um, I still think, even though they lost to Goliath, I think if Yokum, I think that game was close enough on the road that if Yokum sees Goliath again, I think they come away with a win. And they've already beaten Edna. Um, I'm going with Jefferson over Yoakum as my 3A Division One pick. I'm calling you out for this. You're just doing this so that they'll give you Riverport barbecue free for, for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's not a bad reason. I it's mean, not a bad reason, honest. but let's just be honest about it. Well, I'm, I'll be honest. I'll yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with saying he's right. I'm doing that. Max, Max, I thought we talked about how we weren't going to mention that on the show. <laughs> All right. What do you guys think? I think this is the only – this is the only uh, – State title game where every one of all four of us, have, me, you, Max, step pick, have a different state champion. Yeah. Because nice. I have Franklin, you have Jefferson, Max, you had. I have it up right here. Goliad. Goliad. And then Step has Brock. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, this is Brock's it. my pick. That's there your you pick? Go. You like Brock? Yeah. yeah. Brock and Wall on a collision course. Yeah. That's going to be quarterfinals. Yeah. yeah. That'll be, uh, yeah, that's a, I think that's a quarterfinal. Quarterfinal. Game. Yep. Um, that's, that's certainly a, a game to keep an eye on there. I, I really like what, I really like what Brock's going in. I think, again, because they, they haven't been that dominant team that we'd come to expect from Brock. People maybe have forgotten about them, but they're really, really good. The Gladewater path, not, yeah. s- not so bad. Not so bad. Gladewater, pretty good team. Gladewater's a really good team. Uh, pretty good right the there. One thing, uh, they, would see, they would see, the one thing I'll say, keep an eye on Bonham. Bonham mm. is putting up points. Mm. Uh, them and Van Alstine, by the way. Both those teams on different sides of that region. Um, Van Alstine and Bonham, I think, are dangerous. Gladewater get Bonham in a second round, but Gladewater's tested. But my sure. pick? Yeah. 
Cameron Yo. Oh, oh, that's my pick. Oh, Man, win friends and influence people around here. <laughs> there we go. The reason at one point lost to Giddings on a thirty-minute delayed yep, field that's goal. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And that's it. Yep. I mean, they, they. Why would they not be there? What kind of when I look at, at their Yo's schedule, back. I go, why not? For, you, for sure, I think I have. I well, think I have a Frank. Hashtag why not on your playoff run? <laughs> I think so. Let me see what I. What hashtag I why not yo? That's right. I like it. Yo. Hey, why oh, not? Why yeah. not with the little? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. I see what you did there. We, we got it going, guys. Go. Get the marketing are, people yeah, on exactly. that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we. Uh, yeah, I think that, I think that's great, and I, I think you're right. Cameron Yo is ten bucks. He's gonna poke his head. Is a team, yeah. that, is a team that we uh, is a team that I think people forgot about. Uh, but this team is really, really good. They are back uh, again. A team that because they were bad last year. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've got them win the region. I got them you, over Franklin. You do, but then you you don't have them in the state right, champion. Right? Because I like I like Region Four a little bit better than Region Three. That's my thought. What about Tatum? What about Tatum? I think that they are they for real. Remember, yeah. I mean, they just I mean they just won the district, or they right. won, they came within overtime. Of, they were up big on Gladewater. Yes, uh, and and Gladewater came back. I think that whole district's for real. And I think honestly, if you look at that district uh, between. Um, Let's see, between Tatum, between Mineola, uh, between West Rusk, who, depending on how healthy they are, and Gladewater. Look, if you want, if you tell me, hey, I'm from the future, and all four <laughs> of the teams from Region 8 made it to regional semifinals, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily Be like, fight you on it. Like, yeah. it. I think that that's really, really for real. That's a possibility. So that is 3A Division 1. Let's roll on now. We're doing our bracket breakdowns. Let's roll on to 3A Division 2. Mm. My big picture here is the only prohibitive favorite. <laughs> yeah. At do least, we really need to spend any time I, on this bracket? At least at 11 minutes. We do. We do. Out of respect to the other teams, yes. <laughs> there's 63 other teams in this bracket. But for all intents and purposes, all roads lead to Newton. Newton is, in my estimation, the best pound-for-pound high school football team in Texas. Uh, they have seen big tests, and they have passed them with flying colors. They are the most talented team. They are the most pedigreed team. They are the team that is the defending champs. They tick every box. By the way, you could also make an argument that they are in the most workable region in, in this bracket. I think that this is a – they are the only prohibitive favorite that at this point of all 704 teams in, in the Texas high school football playoffs, there's only one that it would surprise me if they didn't win a title, and that would be Newton. I think they're the only prohibitive favorite. Power region, I think it's in region one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's it's three teams. It's Childress, it's Canadian, and it's Cisco. Those are the three teams. Abernathy's really good as well, although they suffered a pretty big injury last week uh, with their uh, their star uh, defensive, defensive back, back running defensive back, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Three picks before he broke his ankle. Yeah. Um, um, keep it on them, but I think region one is the power region in, in 3A Division two. Uh, my three contenders, uh, Newton. Oh, I got two more. Uh, <laughs> Gunner. Don't forget about Gunner. Undefeated down there in Region 2. Tough second-round matchup with Lexington, though, if Lexington can get past a sneaky Palmer team. Um, and then Canadian. Canadian or whoever comes out of Region 1, but Canadian will be my, my um, placeholder. My dark horse is Van Vleck. Nobody's going to talk about Region 4, but I think this Region 4 is really interesting, and Van Vleck is for real. They are running the ball like crazy. This Van Vleck team is, is legit, and I think that they have to be considered a dark horse. My pick, I like Newton over Gunner. I think we get a rematch of the state title game. I think that uh, the only thing that gives me pause about Gunner is that they're a bit nicked up. Mm-hmm. Dylan Jance has been held out the last couple of weeks, and they lost. Um, who is their, who's their other guy? 
Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, uh, uh, Clopton. Cl- yes, Braden, Braden Clopton. Clopton. Yeah. There we go. That, uh, 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 Good job. Uh, oh, Between the three, I almost left him hanging. Can't thing. leave him hanging on veterans. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave you hanging on veterans. Yeah, he can leave me hanging uh, whenever. Uh, no... If Tepper does that, I won't see him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to tell him he was wrong anyways. The, uh, I like Newton over Gunner. I think that Newton is pound for pound the best high school football team in Texas. I open it up to the you, uh, you, Oh, go ahead. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Oh, the power region. You've got it wrong. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Region two. Okay. Uh, yes, region one has Childress, Canadian, Cisco. Cisco. That's a that's tough. But you've got Lexington, Clifton, Buffalo, Gunter, yeah. and Hol- Holiday. Holiday. Yeah. And you that's that's yeah, a point. tough region. In the second you round know what? you know what? Lump it Comanche too. Comanche can up and you too. Yeah. You you got in the second round. Clifton Holiday, Lexington Gunter. Yep. Those are two games that are almost must see in the second round yep. of the playoffs. And and then I think actually though Region One's winner will be in the state title game to okay. be sacrificed to Newton. <laughs> Honestly, I I wasn't sure about Newton, but then let's see. They beat West Orange Stark twenty one to seven and Gilmore Gilmer by twenty. Yep. In back to back weeks. At that point, there was no question as to who the best team in 3A is, D2, or D1 or D2. Probably 4A also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Newton's probably best small high school team in the country. That's, you know, yeah. I, mean, I, I would yeah, take them I, over. I, I, listen, I, I, would need, I would need somebody to show me a better small I, high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they've done this year. Yeah, is, absolutely. I, I, think that, I think that that's right. Um, the question is how healthy can they be? How healthy sure. can they be? Because sure. at, at this point, we're now 3A Division two. Mm-hmm. Um your every team is one injury away yep. from yep. it all going away. Yep. Sure. So, but how many injuries would Newton need? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. They got a they lot of speed. Be, yeah. Maybe three injuries. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But Newton, I think, I think we're all kind of a consensus that yeah. Newton's the, absolutely the team to beat. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, for sure. Three division. I think Cisco's going to be there though. So that's another thing. I got Cisco winning Region One. Uh, I really like what okay. Cisco's got cooking. Yeah. Uh, this is a team that I think for all the talk we've had about uh, Canadian and, and Childers, for good reason, absolutely, yep. those teams are great with two great quarterbacks as well. Uh, for all we've talked about that, I think Cisco has flowed under the radar, uh, and I think they get Canadian in the third round, and I think that I think they might beat them. I don't think it's under the radar if the coach was on the show a couple weeks ago. Well, <laughs> this is such a huge <laughs> show. Yeah. I don't think you can go under the radar if your coach has been on the show. Can you turn his mic up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're doing bracket breakdowns here on Veterans Day on Texas Football Today. Get involved the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Uh, let's roll on. 2A Division One now, Ooh. down to the 2A bracket. Uh, and the uh, my headline here for two A Division One is all eyes on Region Four. Uh, I'll lump this in with my Power Region as well. Um, this is we we've talked about it ever since realignment came out. Two A Division One Region Four is maybe the most brutal region in the state, uh, and, and especially because of the top three. I think there's an argument that right now the com- right now the computer I believe thinks that. Let me pull this up. Um, the computer thinks that three of the top four teams in the state are in this region. Oh, fun. Three of the top four teams. <laughs> it's Shiner, Mason, Refurio. Mm-hmm. But the way that this – if you're looking for an advantage there, who's got the advantage as you pull up the 2A Division One brackets, which, by the way, all the brackets, texasfootball.com slash playoffs. If you pull up the bracket, the advantage would lie with Mason because Mason only has to see one of them because Shiner and Refurio would meet in a regional semifinal, yep. and then the winner of that would likely draw Mason. So – all eyes on Region Four. I feel like the winner, the, the state champions, coming out of Region Four. Um, three contenders. That's the power region. I can skip over that. Yeah. Shiner Mason, Refurio's in that mix, but I don't want to list three teams from one region. New Deal. 
New Deal impressed the heck out of me last week with their win over Sundown. Their dominating win over Sundown. We talked with Matt Hill on Fox Sports Southwest uh, to give a plug to my other employer, um, and uh, he he he. You could tell. He feels like he's got something special there in New Deal, and they're for ample reason. They got to be flying high uh, right now. Uh, my sleeper, my dark horse here, Price Carlisle, yeah. the Indians. Yeah. This yeah. team is legit. This team is fast. That's the team, and you can't teach that. Their speed is going to be a problem for everyone in Region Three, uh, and that's saying something considering that's that's where Joaquin lives. Uh, that's where that's where Tenahaw lives. That's where Alto lives. Garrison. A lot of good teams in Region Three, but I really like what Price Carlisle's got cooking. My pick. I like Shiner over San Saba. Mm. I like the Armadillos and the Comanches in this one. Uh, I think Shiner is the best team in Region 4, although that is like razor's edge type stuff here. Um, they would have to go through Refurio. They, I mean, they could realistically have to go through, in consecutive weeks, Refurio, Mason, Carlisle, and then who I think they'll be, uh, and then San Saba. Uh, to get into a title game or New Deal, uh, that is, or to win a title, that is a brutal, brutal road. But I think the way Shiner is built, uh, remember they have one loss on the year to a th- really good three A team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that right now I like what the Comanches doing. I like Shiner again. If you want to pick any of the teams in Region Four, I wouldn't fault you. I'm, I'm rolling with Shiner in the early going. I like Shiner over San Saba. Boys, I got the punchers. All right, I'm going Mason. Um, I'm going them over New Deal. Actually, the only. I guess the only stretch of a pick in my in my uh, my predictions is kind of sentimental. Uh, oh, there we go. Talked to Coach Eager in the off season for the magazine. I think De Leon gets it together. I have Santaba beating them though in the regional final, but I have them making a run to the regional final in Region Two. I just think De Leon. There's something about that senior squad. They haven't looked good this season in the regular season. They've been very up and down. And they got smoked they, by Santaba. Smoked by Santaba, which is why I have them losing to Santaba yeah. in the regional final. But. I think the senior squad, they realize, okay, this is our last shot. We predicted them. I believe in the magazine we had them in the state originally. Uh Um, And I think they realize, look, this is our last shot to do something, guys. Mm -hmm. And I think they get it together, make a run to a regional final. Unfortunately, San Saba is just really on fire this year. They really are. Um, But, yeah, I think that's the only stretch pick I think I have in this this division. Gentlemen. You know, I think we kind of overlook Refurio again. And the reason I say that is because after that loss to Mart. They changed that offense back. Uh-huh. And when they changed that offense back, they've been rolling. Mm-hmm. They have been rolling. So they're going to be dangerous. But I, I got to because I love my wife, and this is the second team that we follow very closely, San Saba Armadillos. Armadillos! Armadillos is by far her favorite animal. She wants one as a pet. I refuse. <laughs> They're really, still poisonous. Holding out on this keep, one. Yeah. They're really poisonous. Keep refusing. Listen, I gotta, yeah, I gotta, but I, I, yeah. You know, I got to say, I, I do watch this show quite often. Just because I have nothing else I'm to not, do. Yeah, I'm not. Really so, <laughs> not good for your health. You weren't you weren't too sure about the armadillos until I after Crawford. And you yeah. said it was the De Leon game. Yeah, that, sixty-two to twelve should be pretty eye opening. Oh, that's why. That's why I've got them in a final game. <laughs> Basically, what they did to Crawford and what they did to De Leon have me a believing in them. Thoughts? I agree with you. Okay, say that again. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Don't got to do it twice, man. <laughs> Can, Max, can you, I thought you talked to him you, before the can show. You, uh, can you clip that, Max? <laughs> it's, it's funny because the Your mic's off. The Your mic's off. The comments. I turned my mic off because the commenters were talking about uh, they can hear the wind. Oh, and you're oh right, yeah, you're it's right loud. To it. And yeah. I was like, ah, well, I'm the closest to the window, so I'll turn my mic off, which is why I keep forgetting that it's that it's it, it off. is. A, it's an eerie 
it Veterans is. Day with that wind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Coming through the headphones yeah. is quite the... Uh, <laughs> All right. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll off 2A Division 2, the smallest of the 11-man brackets, and this is Collision Course. My big picture is Collision Course. I think you've got two heavyweights, both on different sides of the bracket, and there's only one place they can meet, and that'll be AT&T Stadium. I'm talking about Wellington on the left side of the bracket. I'm talking about Mart on the right side of the bracket. I think those are the two teams that I think are in collision course. There's a third heavyweight, but we'll get to that. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'll tease from, from Sergeant, uh, Sergeant Corey Hoke. Uh, all right. My power region in region uh, 2A Division 2 um, is Region 2. Or Region 3, rather. I like Region 3. Uh, when you take a look at, at what Region 3 has to offer, uh, that is the Mart, Munster, Great Plain. you got both defending state champs. In there in two A division in two A division two. Remember, Mart is a six two D one drop down. Not to mention Grapeland, underrated. Love Lady, underrated. Mm-hmm. I'll even lump in Evadale. I think Evadale is a team that can make a run if they get the, if they get uh, things to break their way. So uh, I like the I like region three is the power region. Uh, my three contenders here: Mart Wellington, Duh, Adam Munster. Munster is of course the defending two A division two champ. Um, I don't think they're as dominant as they were last year, mm-hmm. but they still got that dude in Parker McGrew. And as long as he's upright, they're going to have a great shot at, make, at making another run. My dark horse here is Ira Ann. And it's another team that I think because they struggled last year, um, people forgot about them. It was a, not a good Ira Ann team last year. Um, but this team is back. The Braves are rolling again right now. I think Ira Ann is certainly a team to watch in a, in a, in a region one that feels like it's anybody's ball game. Uh, my pick... I do think Martin Wellington meet. I think the Panthers come away with the win. I think Mart beats Wellington for the 2A Division II title. Those are my picks. All right, Sergeant. The third heavyweight is Munster. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they proved that with the, what they did to a good Winthorst team mm-hmm. who's going to make a run in Region 2, I think. Uh-huh. I, I mean, Winthorst, their losses, you know, Holiday and Munster, they're, they're a pretty good team. So they're, we, we, they're, they're about the best, what, four-loss team yeah. in the state. We had Brady Carney on Fox Sports Southwest as well, and, and I asked him about the advantage that it would be to play a team like Winthorst in the way that they did. So for those who don't know, Winthorst uh, had a suddenly open Openly. date because Petrolia canceled the remainder of their season. Too many kids got hurt. Um, and so they had an open date, and basically Brady Carney and the coach at, Munster, at Winthorst is escaping me at the moment. They got together and said, you want to play? This is short notice. That's what we're going to need to do in the playoffs. Yeah. That's an advantage for them. But they yeah. basically already played a playoff team game against a good Winthorst team. And Winthorst hung in for about the first half. Yep. And yep. then Munster took over. But it's, I mean, really it comes down to whoever wins Martin Munster. Yeah. And I think that's Mart. That yeah. speed, what they've done to teams this year. It, Mart is back and. They they were by they, far the favorite to win. They this look year. they look great. Them and Newton. Let's put them as two okay. favorites okay. to win this year. Yeah. Anything else? No. Albany. Are we forget about Albany. Ah, yeah. So glad you brought that up. They're my dark horse. Albany. Albany started zero and five, and now they've rattled off five straight, including beating Hamlin last week. Yep. Unbeaten Hamlin. Yep. Uh, I think you're exactly right. Albany is certainly hot. in the mix. They're real hot. And, and, and it's the right time of the year exactly. to get hot. You talk about peaking at the right time. Yeah. This feels like a team that's peaking at the right time. Yeah. I got Mart over Wellington. Um, me and Max saw Mart against Refurio. Pretty much literally knocked Refurio back to uh, back to their other offense. I was like, <laughs> yeah. hey, this, guy, this is not working. Let's, <laughs> let's they beat them so bad, they changed the way they play. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let's just go back to what we were doing really well, the spread. Um, 
But no, Mart's team speed is incredible. I think Wellington is the one team. Wellington and Munster are the teams that could match up with them. Uh-huh. Uh, Wellington has the defense to be able to. They have dudes that can make plays, that can really challenge them. But I think, man, Mart sets those edges really well on offense and defense. If Horn or Bailey get to the edge, it's done. And if their defenders, if the guys on defense can get to the edge, they're just crunching it down. And it's a must-watch state championship game, no matter who's in it. Because when your linemen are 130 pounds... Oh, 150 yeah. pounds flying That's, around. Yeah, you've got to watch that kind of football. That is so and much fun. I don't think, by the way, I don't think we've given enough love to Wellington. I know that Wellington no, team is really, yeah. really good. Yeah, Wellington and is going to roll. romping people right mm-hmm. now. So keep an eye on them. And if they get to a title game, I mean, we're not, I mean, I think we all picked Mart, mm-hmm. but this is not the kind of thing where it's like, this is, you know, think a pick, little better. Than, Wellington. Yeah, this is a little better than a coin flip for Mart, basically, oh, yeah. is what we're saying. I mean, but Wellington is super, super good. And I really like what they got. Well, I think got. Wellington gets to the final. I mean, I think they're so going too. to roll, but we don't talk about them a whole lot because they are so good. We'll be talking about them in about four weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. All right, let's keep on rolling. Uh, let's keep on rolling. We're going to uh, move down into six man, 1A Division One. Okay, I'm just going to give you guys an out here. If you don't know anything about six man and you would like to not comment, that is okay. It's okay. I love six-man football, though. Let's get into 1A Division One. our bracket breakdown here. Uh, my big picture here is clustering. I think that when you take a look, I almost put cluster, but then that will give people ideas. Um, th- I think that there are basically a lot of the best teams that arguably our computer believes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the top ten teams are in regions two and three, right in the middle. Now, those are those are on opposite sides of the bracket, but I do think that six eight, that that six man, especially one A division one, is really clustered, and that there's going to be a lot of like infighting between these really good teams. They're going to have to play, uh, play good teams early and often. Um, my uh, my power region here is region three. You've got the number three, number four, and number five team in our computer rankings. There, Milford, Union Hill out east, and Coolidge. A lot of playmakers there. Really like what Tayron Smith is doing for Milford. That's the team to keep an eye on. Uh, the three contenders, McLean. They have been pretty much wire to wire uh, the number one team in 1A Division One, and they have looked every bit the part of a state championship contender. Garden City. Uh, their win last week uh, over Sterling City, I think, makes them the favorite to come out of Region 2. Uh, and then Milford. You add in Tayron Smith, that guy. Uh, they were a team that, that came very close last year. I think they're, they're ready to, to make that leap. My dark horse is Lakey. Lakey. The Eagles are dropping from 11-man to 6-man and rolling right now. 9-1 and one to finish the year. You could make a real argument. They're the favorite to come out of Region 2, uh, 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 come out of uh, Region 4, uh, when, when you take a look at the, the 1A Division One bracket, this team is, I think, is very, very dangerous, uh, and they draw Jonesboro in the first round. I think the winner of that game wins Region 1. I'll be real honest. Jonesboro, of course, has great, uh, has great pedigree as well. But keep it on Eden in Region 1 as well, or Region 4 as well, as well as Evant, who really uh, uh, snuck into that last spot. There was a lot of craziness that went on uh, as in, in that final week because Lomita uh, ended up beating Zephyr, turning everything upside down. So keep an eye on that. Uh, and my pick in 1A Division One is McLean over Milford. Uh, McLean, I think, has been the most dominant team in six-man football uh, this year. I think that they have been really, really good. Milford is good enough to get there. Uh, Tehran Smith has been spectacular. But I do think that McLean brings home the 1A Division One title. Does anybody have any thoughts, or can we move on? I, I got some thoughts. Ah! I, I, can, I can do a little bit of six-man. Yeah. I, I like the small colleges. I might as well like the small schools, too. You know? very on, it's very on-brand. You talk about a, a district that was so competitive and so close, came down the final weekend. Paducah, Kroll, yep. Knox City. Yep. Knox City got left out. 
either one of those two teams are going to be somewhat dangerous in this. And the other team, Region 3, if Newcastle can beat Milford in the second round, yep. I, there's nothing keeping yep. Newcastle from a state championship game. Right. And they, they have been quite impressive on, recently. Very quietly good, too. Uh, keep an eye on White Deer as well. That's the team yeah. that was a uh, that was, that was runner-up to McLean. Um, if they meet again, it could be a fun matchup in a regional final. So that is 1A Division One. Let's finish it all out with 1A Division Two. We told you this is Bracket Breakdown. It's, v- it's Veterans Day. We're, we're, we're doing, uh, doing fun stuff here. 1A Division Two. The big picture is, is the machine operational? And I'm talking about the Strawn machine. Coming into the year, Strawn was, I think the prohibitive favorite to win 1A Division II. Uh, they were the defending state champs, and they were bringing back the priest, they were bringing back the uh, 1A Division II MVP, the 1A Division II offensive MVP, the 1A Division II defensive MVP, uh, the 1A Division II special team MVP, the 1A Division II coach of the year, all of it coming back. They did have two losses on the year. This is a team that, that does have two losses on the year, albeit both to Division I teams and really good Division I teams. McLean uh, was one of those teams. But we've, we've come to expect Strawn to be this machine. My question is, now the playoffs have rolled around, is the machine operational? Because if it is, they're going to win another title. And if it's not, there's certainly enough teams to beat them. My power region here is Region 4. Uh, I like what Region 4 has to offer. You've got Richland Springs in the mix. They need no introduction. One of four teams with eight state championships. Calvert, Oakwood as well. Uh, keep it on Blanket. I think Blanket is dangerous as well. Um, my three contenders, Strawn, the Iredell. Iredell is a team that they would see in a, uh, let's see, they'd see in a regional final. Let's see them in a regional final. Uh, they have been undefeated, and I think they have been all year long the second best team in 1A Division II. Uh, so Iredell is there. And Follett, out of Region 1, uh, I think that Follett is a team to keep an eye on, although they would draw Whit Harrell in the second round, uh, which is my dark horse. Whit Harrell is my dark horse here. Uh, I like what they've, they've been doing. Uh, they are undefeated on the year as well. Uh, Follett, Whit Harrell is going to be must-see TV out there. Um, and, by the way, especially shout out to Wilson. Wilson won their first uh, district championship since 1986 which was so it's, which was when they were playing 11 man ball so congratulations to the Mustangs on that. They draw in in the first round. My pick I'm rolling my preseason pick. Strong over Blackwell. Uh, I think Blackwell is probably the best team on that right side of the bracket. They're coming out of region uh, or rather on the left side of the bracket. They're coming out of region two um, where I think that it's, it's pretty navigable for them. Uh, I think that Grand Falls Royalty is who they'd see in a, semi, in a regional final. They don't have to go through Grand Falls Royalty. Uh, Fallout or Whit Harrell and then a team uh, and then a team like Strawn. But I do think Strawn wire to wire the best team. In six-man football, even with two losses, I think this team is peaking right now. And I think that, you know, they played Gordon last week, which is a big, big rivalry out there. And they beat them 80 to nothing. So uh, I really think Strawn is starting to roll right now. Does anybody have thoughts on 1A Division 2? I got one team. Yes. Motley County. Motley County. Did not talk about Motley County. I think if there's one team that yep. could challenge Follett yep. and challenge Strawn. Yep. Or the Grand Strayhounds. I got to recall that one for you, just to thank you. Throw that in. You're welcome, sir. Anytime. It's been a year. It has almost almost a year <laughs> since I said the Grand Strayhounds. But I got I got to say the Matadors yep. are a team that could definitely throw Motley up a County, challenge. Motley there. County's dangerous, and Motley County uh, again. Um, when we talk about the the, uh, uh, the clean and dirty side of the region, they're on the clean side of the yep. region where they would go through. They'll be favorites against Groom. Uh, they'll probably be favorites against uh, either Wilson or Anton, uh, and then they'd run into a team like Follett or, or Whit Harrell. Uh, but at that point, you only got to win three games. You're exactly. past two games. So I think you're right. 
And there it is. Bracket breakdowns, guys. Woo. We did it. Woo. Hey, let's, let's do it. This we, is we called work. We, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is called work. Uh, so um, we are now going to uh, – what we're going to do for you guys tomorrow is we're going to sit here and we're going to record a veterans roundtable. So uh, I'm going to sit here uh, with Corey and Brent, and we're going to talk about uh, uh, veterans issues, their service in the military, um, you know, how they got into it, all that kind of stuff. We're going to sit here and talk about that for however long we go, however long we, we don't run out of voice. Um, <laughs> and we will, uh, we're going to keep on rolling because uh, we're going to roll that for, for you tomorrow. Uh, we're really excited about that. Uh, I'll say it. I'll say it on tomorrow's show, but I'll say it today. Thank you guys very much for everything that you guys you know have done for us, for us cowards. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm speaking only of us three cowards. Uh, which, uh, but but no, really and truly, we appreciate it. We we would not be able to do this dumb internet show that you guys get to comment in uh, that gets you on this show. Uh, without you guys' sacrifice. So we really do appreciate it, uh, and, and we prob- you probably don't get told that enough. And so, thank you. Uh, we yeah, want to make sure that, that you hear it from Dave Campbell's text photo. Thank you, and also to the ones that are still At every one, day yeah. all over the world yeah. in horrible conditions while we're now sitting here talking high football. school football. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you guys because you guys are the ones. We're still doing and, it. And the families. Don't yep. ever forget the families the of the ones who are serving too. Yeah, it's, I mean it's it's hard on the families. It yeah. really is. I always say a lot of times it's it's harder on the families than it is on the actual service members. So yep. yeah. thank we got, you to the all we're doing is doing a job. We know they got to do on. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't get told anything exactly <laughs> for sure. Well. This has been an exceptionally long episode of Texas football today, <laughs> but a darn good one. We're going to hope to do another good one tomorrow. So. That is going to do it for us. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's time for America's second favorite segment. Let's go to America. Let's go to America's second favorite first. segment. First. Definitely the first. I'll take it while I got it, right? <laughs> the most important thing yes. that we have to say, thank you to all the commenters saying thank you to your service for these two gentlemen here. And we also have uh, a lady named Alicia in the comments today. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. This is not going to be good. Uh, yeah. Is that your wife? Yes, yeah. it is. First off, we Hi, do... Hi, Kelly. We do... Uh, Call. Yeah. Call. yeah, make sure you throw that in. Let's say hi to all the wives while we can if they're uh, sneaking in on this one. We have to thank her for the many baked goods that are on the table here uh, yes, in front absolutely. of you guys. You can see a few of them here if I pull the bar down. Yeah, yeah. We, we've pull already, uh, we may have already started uh, picking away at all of them. Yeah, there's a, there's don't hurt yourself getting much. this. There's way yeah. too many baked way. goods here. And we you have to say, some yeah, yeah, there we go. Everyone has to have something to hold up. Yeah, there you go. And there's Every, still yeah. more left. That's yeah, not there's still left. more. This is a ridiculous amount. <laughs> Alicia, amazing. we love it's you. A, You're it's amazing. A, it's a ridiculous amount, and that's yeah. coming from Max Thompson, a baker. I know. <laughs> it's, it's a good point. Guys, I'm married well. Yeah. yeah. I recommend that if you get the opportunity. Now, now that's the, Always marry up. Yeah, always. <laughs> always it's marry the up. only way to go. That's the good news I have for you. The oh, bad no. The bad news is she goes, what did I miss? And Miziel said, Corey promised he's going to get an armadillo for the family. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ms. Yale. Hey, I'll see you at State. I know you're going to be there. I will find you. I needed one of these fancy laptops in front of me. Yeah. My phone's just not cutting it. I brought the iPad because if I'm going to hang with these guys, i got to have something. Yeah, right. Uh, I just had to get to that. It was very nice for her to do a lot of stuff for us, so I had to do that. And thanks to everyone for joining. We've had a huge audience for the show. Thanks for bearing with Facebook's issues. Facebook was out. For once, it's not our fault. It wasn't our fault. That's true. And, uh, and yeah, we'll... uh, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do more later. But uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in on this one, and I'll send it back to Greg. It's a big one. Okay, that's gonna do it for us. Put the yeah, put that put the cookie down. Vince <laughs> yeah, yeah. Young. Now hold on, no, 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 no. Hold on, yeah. don't oh. jump the gun. Jump the gun. 
Wait for your cue. <laughs> Golly. He is holding the trophy, though. That's going to yeah. do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Max Thompson, Ishmael Johnson, Sergeant Corey Hoke, Staff Sergeant Brent Homan. Now do it. Vince Young, come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Woo!